Here we are, back on the show at 5.11, formerly known as Lawyer Talk. Uh, name has changed, topic's still the same, same Serious stuff. Serious hiatus, same, though. Uh, a little bit of a hiatus. We had some technical difficulties. We've had some um, some other logistical difficulties, but the talent remains and still exists, and here we are. So, uh, you know, we got lots to talk about, lots to cover, and... Uh, we got to just get started. I think the most important things first. I ran out of beard sauce the other day. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> what is beard sauce, one might ask, as I just ignore the locker room humor. That was a softball. That was he a just, softball. Yeah, barely lobbed it to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beard uh, st- uh, sauce, this batch here kind of started in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so turning back the clock to 2018, the beard was making or growing chilies. Yeah, I had um, that was the best year I've had. And that was the first year I did the uh, guano tea. So the first time I actually soaked the the uh, bat crap in water and fed my garden with it, dude, the peppers went booming. So I had a bunch of habaneros. I didn't know what to do with them because I like hot sauce, but there's a lot. There's a big time commitment for that. And Jared finally after dehydrating and vacuum sealing put the time commitment in and i will say it's great jared you brought me hot sauce before it comes in a little bottle just like you buy at the store it's great get a little special delivery from jared it feels great take it home eat it all that's good stuff but there is something that could happen that's better when jared brings you a gallon jug of vinegar full of hot sauce part of that was self-help because I was out of hot sauce, I was in, and uh, for the neighbor, I was smoking some turkey. I was doing a, doing a favor for the neighbor and smoking some meat, and uh, it took about this smoker I'm using here took me longer than it did at the restaurant. It's not as big, so it took me man, it was like a little over eight hours, but it turned out best. And I was like, what am I going to do? Every forty five minutes, I would spray with apple juice. I sprayed, I sprayed yeah, the yeah. meat, you know. And I was like, so I got to hang out here, so I just went and I got these cryovac packs that say Beard twenty eighteen. Habanero. Then you had some of the jalapenos in there. And jalapenos mixed in, yeah. But uh, mainly I'd taken, you came in, you gave me bags of the pepper, and I made uh, ha- the jalapeno sauce, the, the the Beard 57. It wasn't the Flaming Beard. It wasn't a really hot one. I think this one's better. Oh, this one's way better. Yeah. This one's, this this, one's up my stuff. This one's stuff. good. Now, I, I added in there some uh, smoked cayenne peppers that I had also from 2018, as well as some 2018 Butte Jalokias from my stock, the Ghost Pepper. And I made a... Uh, Made made the flaming beard. Well, what's interesting is this: is that you've you've put your twist, your abilities, your skill set, your tools, your garage, your cookers, all the stuff, but you're still so generous. You're calling it the beard sauce, the flaming beard sauce. He wanted it. You remember, you were like, yeah. "When are we going to have the flaming?" And I haven't come up with the logo yet or anything like that. You might want to get your brother. I bet you he'll be able to bang out and rip some off. Yeah. Well, is this that up, sling it down to the courthouse? You know, being ever the entrepreneur, is this something that is repeatable, sustainable, and sellable? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be Jeff. What do we make your? You got to grow the peppers. I didn't have a good year with them this year, man. How'd your crop do this year, gardening? uh, This year was a wet year in Ohio, my friend. When we started out, say wet year. Wet. When we started planting, there was a lot of uh, crops. I mean, there's a lot of uh, pumpkin patches that had to close down this year there was one right there outside johnstown at the hendron's uh farm they always have a big pumpkin patch and they uh planted uh pumpkins twice <coughs> got rained out both times and uh then you know we go at the beginning of the season wet and then it kind of droughts out through the rest of it it was a tough season for everybody's gardens 
We just did tomatoes and some other peppers. We didn't do any hot peppers, mainly because I had dehydrated peppers from last year, big bags. I made three gallons of sauce, Jeff, and I've got enough peppers to make another three gallons. Oh, so you only gave me one. You got two gallons. I get two. You get Hang one. No, I, I'm down with it. I would have taken just a bottle. That's not bad. But. He supplies like a third of the peppers, and then he gets a third of the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's still got a bill coming for, for the rest, you know, in the labor, <laughs> right. but he did supply some of the peppers. I mean, hey, we're using his name. All right. Well, we're using his name, and I have nothing to do with this at all, except I wouldn't mind cashing in, too. Let's make it a business. I mean, if we can, if we can repeat, you think you can make it that easy again? Because this is like that easy, right? It's <laughs> easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> just make it. I saw videos of it. I did see videos of you making it. So each stage of it, and I, I take into account you're making it while smoking a turkey too. So I mean, you, you're doing two things at once and able to c- create a product like that. I mean, but it's like making chili. It's hard for me to make the exact same chili again. Sometimes we, it's really good. It's always good, but sometimes it's really good. It's like what I do different. I just kept throwing stuff in the pot. When it comes down to hot sauce, you will have, you know, now if you, if you got a company that's like Tabasco, you know, they got they got to yeah. run. They get, it's all going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, here in town, K John's Fiery Food, uh, great place like to their, go to. Yeah, I, I love like their their, stuff. their sauce, and uh, sometimes they have like collections, like you know, I mean, of one brand, 2019, 2015, 2014. They age some of them, and uh, I used to buy this one from them. They'd have a little note of each year of how the peppers were grown. So it will have a different taste. It, right. it can go through differently. On um, peppers, it, what's, the drier the ground is, and the more drought that you can keep them to go through, and the less water they get, the actually hotter the pepper will be. Like, have you ever get like a jar of pickled jalapenos? Yeah. And you're, and you're eating through there, and you're just eating them, they're good, and then all of a sudden you get one that you're like, that's a lot hotter than the rest of the units. Yeah. Just one jar there. Well, it could have been on a hill. Maybe that that plant right there, you just get harvested out of have a, you know a little drier time. That makes sense. So would it be the same each time? No, no. Would but it be close? How does Tabasco? I mean, you always have the same flavor with like Frank's. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. Know. I've never noticed. This is a large batch industrial Tem- manufacturer. I can. I, I'll bet you. Whenever they were both small companies at the beginning. One bottle of Tabasco would probably taste different than another year's of Tabasco. Yeah. But now they're on a scale that uh, Avery Island, you know, that they've been mass producing this and doing this for a while. Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a they've got a recipe. My recipe is like ah, you know, because each year maybe I you know I mean I've only got so many peppers. Maybe I got more on one side than another. You know. Yeah. But in in general, I, I called it the hundred proof. It was a sauce Dude, that, that I'd always make. One. Oh gosh, that was so good. <clears throat> This is, you know, the hundred proof ad beard. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's a good, good flavor. You know, we, it's like uh, you know the are the Tim Hortons and and, yeah, and Wendy's. It's you know what I mean it's 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 kind of a joint venture. Yeah, it's a hybrid. You grew but some. I say you got a good video though. You saw the? Did you see the video of him? Well, yeah, we're, we probably should post that footage. Oh well, well I just there. meant the where the wind blew the the peppers in your eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where so, you ground them up. Well, that's it. They're dehydrated, they're dry peppers, and I'm standing outside. And Shorty is not a big fan of me making hot sauce in the house oh i'm betting okay because yeah. you come in and it just you'll start choking coughing yeah just from it cooking so i've got a i've got a double burner that i had outside i had on my my shop and uh so I got, another nice thing is that is i'm peeling onions and everything like that i can just throw it you know and the wind yeah. would take it it's not a big mess in the house so i've got this food processor and i'm putting the peppers in and i just pulse them down because it's going to get cooked and then i'm going to have to strain it and I opened up the lid, and this wind blew by, and it threw this roll of dust of the. Yeah. But it was, it was Butchilokia, the ghost pepper dust, <laughs> in my face. 
<laughs> and uh, I did take a few second video, and that was whenever I got better. That's when you were sneezing. I, I took the the, the the video. You oh, you should that 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 one sneeze that's in the video. That was. I'm gonna have to say I bet you I sneezed like twenty, at least twenty yeah. times. Yeah. And I had a yeah, I had a, I had to wipe my face off before I could turn the camera on there. You know, isn't it good? But what a great time for beard sauce though. Going into the fall, you can make your chili with it. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, we're we're definitely gonna put it on your turkey. Put it on your turkey, sauce up the turkey. Yep. Oh. I got neighbors requesting it already. I sent out. and I was like, Jared brought me a gallon. Yeah, they like, give the, me some. The whole gallon. Give me some. Yep. The beard sauce is back. Um, I'll have to bring you some of the chutney because see, as you strain it, you know, I, I cook it down. I got the peppers and everything in there, and then I take a chinois strainer mm-hmm. and I just you know get the liquid. Now you got all that pulp, which is the chinois. You have it's fancy it's, terms. It sounds like here. something for the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, China cap. If I see one, I don't have a China cap. China cap. Yeah, the yeah. Chinois is a finer. Uh, anyhow, thinks he worked under a Michelin chef or something. Chinois. But we have the the pulp. I gotta figure out the best way to say it. And Chinois. That's Chinois. not to be wasted either. You could take that, just add vinegar to it, and you have another batch of hot sauce. Or what I like to do is you get some boring salsa. Take a spoonful of that, stir it up in there. Oh, yeah. Or even a couple dashes of the hot sauce that you have. Kind of kicks up some boring salsa. So yeah, what do you use? You just jar that? What's that? You just jar it? Yeah, well, right now it's just in a big Tupperware container in the fridge. Okay. Now, what does, uh, how do you get it into a bottle? I mean, do, how, do, how is it preserved? How long can it last if you have some hot sauce? Man, it'll last about forever. About forever? I mean, it's, it's got, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's full of salt and salt <laughs> Not and vinegar. forever, just about forever. <laughs> just about, about forever. forever. You know. Be about forever. I've had uh, I've made batches of hundred proof that I've that I've kept and have used for over two years. Do you yeah. now? Do you do you chill chill it down? You keep it in the fridge, or do you just let it sit out? You can let it sit out. I keep it in the fridge. I like mine in the fridge too. You know, I, I usually would can it. Um, I got three gallons of this, and I've been out of hundred proof for a while. So from uh, my brother and other family members and friends, like you said, that once they hear that I've got a batch of hot sauce, they're going to want a bottle. And then I'll probably I'll probably give away a gallon and I'll keep a gallon, yeah. Because, but I, you got I, enough for another three gallons if you wanted to do it, huh? Well, I mean, I've got. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can make another batch. But did you see? You saw the video. You saw how full that it pot was, was. You said it was I eight mean, hours. Was, I mean, yeah. You were filled to the brim. It was eight hours. And to be honest with you, if I wasn't, if I didn't want to go to bed, I'd let it go for another couple hours. I'd really? let it, I'd let it. And the longer you let it roll and and sit there and cook and stir it. It's the the heat will yeah. go up. Yeah, because it, you're cooking the water out, right? So with cooking the water out, and, and you, I would add water to it throughout the cooking process because uh, it's evaporating out and going yeah. out on it. But you have to stir that every few minutes. I mean, or else you get, yeah. the pulp's going to burn to the bottom of the pot. That's yeah. hard work. And so after eight hours, I was like, ah, this is probably good enough. <laughs> <laughs> after all, it's just the beard sauce. It's the beard sauce. It's, it's hundred proof. Add the beard. What's the, what's the name of it? Beer. I mean, usually I call it Hunter Proof. Beard. Flaming Beard. I think Hunter, I'm just, just going to go with Flaming Beard. Hunter Proof is such a good name, though. It is, but this is the Flaming Beard. So here's trying, the thing. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of a... We, the hey, flaming, we're just beard about high flaming Beard Hunter Proof. Black and white picture of your face with uh, your beard red. Yeah. No. On fire. On fire. I would, I would rather see, like, hair sizzling just <laughs> on the top. On fire. Of like a troll. Yeah, you know, just, <laughs> maybe the beard's all a little bit ruffled and twisted up. It's a... Some some smoke come out of the beard, the steam coming out of your ears. Remember that yeah. one? The yeah. What do we call it? proof of beard? Like proof of life. Flaming beard. Flaming beard's pretty good. I like the flaming beard. Yeah. But I will say, just in the small taste I've had upstairs, it's 
I mean, your other one was good. I put it in chill. I was using all for all kinds of stuff. But you mean then the 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 sweet beard one that we the did? The sweet one you did. Yeah, the, yeah. Was it the beard fifty seven? Is what yeah, I called it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't really like that one. I like, uh, but I like vinegar based hot sauces more than anything. That's what you got. That's what this one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. What's Palmer doing over there? We got something going on. We got a weird mix over there, but I'll have to fix it. I can fix it in post. I mean, Bill Bill, the, Bill is coming through like a hurricane when he talks. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't well, that's know. That's not the, good. Somehow the worst voice here. See the, the you hear that? So the the limiter. So this is like a secret studio stuff. There's a limiter and a gate and some compression and some equalization, and they're different for his mic right now. Yeah, just mute it. him. It's mm. all good, dude. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> At any rate, so I want to get back at this. This is a great time to promote the video of the beard, the flaming beard production, and they can check that out on YouTube. I think we should post it. Oh, so you're going to break it, it down? We you can gotta, post it today if we you want. You got videos yeah, from can, start to finish, right? We can do it whenever we want. We don't even have to have a reason. I just kind of clipped it together. I showed these guys here. You know, I mean, I was I was a one man band. I was my own camera guy. Yeah, I was the the chef. This is you I had props. I was you there. had fake beards on. You had it all. It's pretty funny. That be, was a real beard. That's how long oh, it took me to make the hot sauce. Then, I guess I shouldn't have said it was only eight. I guess <laughs> I should have said that it's been cooking long enough. That was that was an homage to you. That was an homage to the your, beard. your whole body's just just broken down and skinny, but your arms just huge and strong from stirring this pot for years and years. Gosh, yeah. dude. So here's what they do: they just just go check out uh, channel five one one right there on YouTube, Jeff. So channel five one one. Channel five one one. To make it easy, you just go to channel five one one dot com. Scroll. Uh, that's our website, by the way. Channel five one one dot com. Scroll all the way to the bottom, where you'll see the uh, ever recognizable YouTube, Instagram, Facebook links. Just click on the one that's uh, the one that you recognize as YouTube, and then hit subscribe. You'll get all the great updates. But uh, we'll, we'll post it up there, and that way everybody can see that this is actually a thing. And they can see Jared making it. They can. I've I've watched the the footage. It's good stuff. Now we also have another video coming out. Channel five one one on Monday. I do believe the comedians on South High will be releasing uh, one of their shows in podcast form and on the video form. In the video form, yeah. So, so you guys video down here. Yeah, we've got the video cool. camera rolling. Yeah. So cool. the comedians on South High. These guys are pros. These guys are touring professionals. They are uh, they are stand up comics. I have sat in on some of their banter down here at the round I think round I'm table. to episode three. So I'm not caught up all the way. How many releases have you had? We so have far? five out right now. They're funny. I mean, those guys are, I mean, they're pros. It's of course it's going to be funny. Well, I mean, Jared makes the show. No, I don't. There's no real reason for me to even be on the show. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you're like, but it, but it was I'm funny with, with, with somebody's cool got to play it straight. Cause the first episode I listened to, they were talking about going to different places and realizing like, all right, dude, I don't know if I can, this isn't the crowd for this. You know what I mean? Talking about going to schools and different places and, and then dropping some of their, some of their jokes and bombing on stage at times. And it's funny. It is, it is, it's a good listen. The the best stuff though, are the, is the, is the best stuff is the outtake experience. So when you're down here watching them get ready just to get on the microphones, I mean, Jared is like herding cats. I mean, he can't get them to actually stop being funny. No. And I, I, I just, I'm like, save it for the show. And Usually like, when yeah. I come down in here, I just turn the mics on, you know, and, and you, you pick up good bits, but they're not always sitting right in front of the microphone. But yeah. when they're down here, it's got to be running. Yeah. It's you have to have a rule. You can't talk. Those guys, guys can't talk. You get sit in your chair and put your headphones yeah. on and then you can start talking. Then you can talk about what you ate for lunch. And they all can't do crap. it. It's impossible. They cannot do it. It is like, 
it's like trying to control a tornado. You, you just can't, you cannot <laughs> sure, do it. It's still going to be like, I'm serious. <laughs> it's almost like I want to give you like secret lavalier mics and, and then put them on those guys. So they just, every time they walk in the door, everything is recorded because it is freaking hilarious. And, uh, you know, what, what we get on the air on their show is, is funny stuff. Believe me. It just, it never ends. It's not any funnier or any not funnier. It just never ends. It's constant. And the show just captures like a little snippet of, of, of that. Comedians on South High. Right here, Channel 511 in the 511 studio. In the 511 studio, yeah. This place, uh, so Channel 511, that, uh, that's a big place. It's a great place to check out. They'll see the comedians on South High. Soon video. Uh, and if you just that, go to your podcast app and you type in comedians on high, you get it. Pops yeah. right up, right? South There's High. A, South High. Comedians yeah. on South High. And that's, uh, you have like a white background with the, the green signs, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Street check signs. Check it out. Check it out. Download. Yeah, that's a great one to download. You know, everybody's got a podcast these days, but not like that. That's funny stuff. And certainly not like the show at 511. I mean, this is good stuff, too. But, uh, yeah, lots of happening on uh, Channel 511, the beard It's good to be sauce. sitting with the beard. I'm glad it's to be been sitting a long with the beard. Time, it's been a while. He's been on hiatus. Yeah, been He's been busy time. growing peppers. Busy doing some things, growing this beard. Yeah. But I wanted to talk to you guys about something that came out. I want to get your thoughts. Jared, I don't think you've heard this yet. You might have heard about it, but... All right, so did anybody see that this kid on college game day put up a sign that said, I'm out of Bud Light, you need to donate to my Venmo, and ended up raising, like, just people coughing him a dollar here, a dollar there, ended up raising, like, a million bucks. I thought he did a GoFundMe. Oh, sorry, Go. yeah. He just did no, Venmo. No, no, like it says Venmo here. Hit me up direct. Right. Well, Venmo's but it, had, nice. but it had whatever his account was on it. Probably okay. just started donating to it. So it became this big thing. It's like, I think it's a million dollars now. It's at a million dollars now? Now, and he's donating all of it. But I think. St. Jude or something, right? Yeah. I feel like it was Iowa's Children's Hospital. Okay. I knew it was which Children's is awesome. Hospital. Yeah. He's got to take a percentage. I mean, hey, it took a lot of work. I mean, pay for your. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had him. I think like the next day, it you know, was like 360000 or something, he, something like that. He needs and legal he help. Growing. He needs legal help. I think I'll volunteer to do it. I'll do it on a contingency. Was where did he was he on game day? Yeah, was he so in the background Kirk with Herb the signs? Street. Yeah, yeah, so Kirk Herb Street, all those dudes that do that. Right. He uh, he stands there, holds the sign up, has his little thing on there, and of course, you know, you're watching the game, you're like, hell, this is hilarious. I'll yeah. give him five bucks. So a bunch of people did that, and he was like, holy crap, I got like hundreds of thousands. Right. Here. Now wasn't Budweiser one big donator that so that Bud Light stepped in and Bud Light said, Push hey, this, no Bud. Is oh, it Anheuser? Uh, well, it's all, all the same. It is all the, the same, same right? Plant. Anheuser-Busch is, is the one okay. that donated, but they basically stepped in and said, hey, this is great. We want to support this, and we're going to equal whatever he made on that. We're going to donate to the Iowa Children's Hospital as well. Great. It's all it's all fine and good. Um, so then there was a story in the Des Moines Register that broke. Des Moines? Des Moines. It's a great city. I've actually been there before. Um Published a profile piece. It is a good city because I went to college in Iowa, man. Uh, on Carson King, who's the kid that did this, uh, they said that he had in 2012, when he was 16 years old, put out two racist tweets. I didn't even know Twitter, so this Twitter is the was kid. around in 2012, all right. but I guess it was. This is the kid who raised all this money. Raised all the money. So, and then Des Moines Register. This isn't like the California Gazette. Like where, like this is Iowa State. So somebody within the town that had gotten all this publicity for doing this good thing, the Des Moines Register, some reporter published some local yokel reporter. Yeah. Yep. So he he reports these tweets. 
I don't remember exactly what they were. I could probably dig them up and find them, but it, obviously it's something related to probably the N-word or something. No, I don't think it was that far. I, it was something that was, I don't know. It, it was right, Some jackassery probably. Yeah, some 16-year-old kid. I mean, and, we got it. We got it. We got, that's a good point how, right there. Is it? How old is this kid? He's 16. a college kid. He's sick. Well, well he, now he's a college kid. It was 2012, so it was seven years ago. So seven years ago. I mean, he's a young kid, right? I mean, this is a kid. Imagine if you had a phone when you were like 13 and well, he 14. Was, he 15. was 16 when he posted the tweets. Right. So when I was 16, if I would have had access to like Twitter, yeah. Get out of here. It, it would have been, you know, look, I I had. You wouldn't be car. licensed to practice law right now. Okay. So you know here's, what I had my car here's what he said. Yeah. I have, hold on. You know, I have my car. I had a PA system. Yeah. I, I, I ran a wire to my trunk. I put in a big PA horn and I took the old Cobra CB radio that my parents or my dad didn't need anymore. And I hooked it up to a PA system so I could drive around just like screaming Spewing. stuff. That That's mm-hmm. like the functional equivalent of, of today's Twitter, except it didn't get recorded. Because if you're yeah. right, <laughs> like you're so would you like pull up to like a Kmart and oh, people be walking out and be like, "Hey, how you doing today?" Dumb ass stuff. All I used to, you know, I used to, I used to pull in right behind the baseball game, the high school baseball game, and I'd call balls and strikes on the PA. <laughs> 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 Big swing and a miss. Bad, 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 And they hated and they're me. turning around. Like, I was such an such asshole. Such a jerk. Right. Uh, all right. So this says a routine background check of King's social media revealed two racist jokes. Calvin wrote one comparing black mothers to gorillas and another making light of black people killed in the Holocaust. All right. So bad the joke stuff. tweets back to 2012 when King was a 16 year old high school student. Bad stuff yeah. by any measure. Right. Uh, King then reportedly told Calvin that tweets made him sick and that he was remorseful for them. So then the kid comes out, releases a statement. I think, yeah, Carson's King, it was a full-type statement saying that he apologizes for all this stuff. I'm embarrassed, I'm stunned to reflect on what I thought was funny when I was 16 years old. He said to reporters while writing a statement, I want to sincerely apologize. So he comes out and responds to the whole thing. So then, I think it was Barstool that broke this, but then somebody's like, what the heck is this reporter doing, doing this to this to this kid? So somebody especially because a good it was yeah, a good he, cause. He, he now if he'd he, got the million dollars and been like this, ha ha, I get yeah, a I'm million Budweisers. Right? Yeah, but he said, no, nah, man, this is bigger response than I thought. Yeah. I need to take this and do something good with it. Yeah. So he decided to do something good, and people, this reporter's like, well, not. I have to put a stop to this man's good deeds. Right. Right now, I mean, right now, <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> you know, his man. money is no good for our charity. So 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 what's the so, next what's right, his so play? The next, what's the next play? The next step is so many people like there's people like hashtagging stand with Carson. Again, I think he handled it appropriately. He shouldn't be saying those things. He responded for it. So, but I guess maybe some people get frustrated that it should have never been known. But so then the we this is all part of this new like cancel culture that we want to like. That's what the quote they call it—the cancel culture—that will have somebody maybe rise to some level. Like I heard, there was a guy that got signed on a Saturday Night Live that was a very funny comedian, and then he immediately was canceled because of some remark he made on a podcast years earlier. Mm. Um, and they, Saturday Night Live apparently didn't even give him the time. I mean, he didn't even get to—he just got a call said, "You're, you're done." You, really? You, it's all off. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they go out and they go looking for this reporter to see if he's got any skeletons in his closet. And turns out he does. He's got his own tweets that are also racial in nature, and they release those to the public. And that prompts a response from the Des Moines reporter that says, 
hey, we don't stand by the comments of that, which was the same thing Anheuser-Busch said when they heard about what Carson said. They say, we don't stand by these comments, but we're not pulling our money. We're still getting our money to them. So then the reporter puts him on leave. The Des Moines reporter puts him on leave. And um, so he's got his own little skeletons. So he's had to now apologize for things he said in his past right. as well. It just exposes. So now we've got, yeah, we, we have something that was funny that now turned into something very heartwarming because money was donated to a great cause that now trashed two people's names really because the reporter that was digging up stuff about Carson. Now he's in hot water and don't I think throw, Carson don't, don't throw rocks when you live in a glass house. Is yeah. that the old saying there? Yeah. Well, everybody lives in a glass house. That's the problem, right? Mm. I mean, if you imagine if you're judged on everything you've ever done, imagine if, if somebody followed you around with a video and audio recording equipment, sort of like here at five one one. but if everybody followed you around with video and audio equipment and recorded every dumb thing you did, or it had the access to record everything in your brain at all times, only to hold it and use it at the most opportune time to ruin your life. And his, and I hope I'm getting this right. Maybe I'm saying, maybe Aaron Calvin is the you reporter. You three would probably be in trouble. Me? Uh, I've, I Look, I'd Cal, right Calvin's the reporter. So he had a bunch of tweets. Carson is the kid, right? Right. Okay. So I'm trying to find what his, they say, they're saying racial but, and homophobic. So why do you think that, what, was, what, was, what was the, the point uh, of that report? What, why, what, what made this reporter think that, you know what, I should... I mean, dig up something on this guy. Bad. There's so now it's become it's why? almost like standard. Like it used to be. What was like uh, they had the anachronism for like uh, the who, what, why, when, where, how. Now it's only so you add to that. And what have they ever tweeted, put on Facebook or otherwise right. broadcasted on social media? So every reporter now has to do that for every subject. So it's not just I mean, look, the it's a great heartwarming story. You get a kid who wants to get drunk at a ball game and have a good time. And, and instead of do the wrong thing, I don't even know if it would have been the wrong thing to keep the money. I mean, why? I mean, look, he, they he, gave it to him. They gave it to him. So he could have kept the money, but he didn't not only not do that, like he gave <clears> it to charity, like he did something really cool. And and then so to take that and think, oh, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to look at all his tweets and then show he's a racist, no good monster when he was 16 and then ruin the fact that he gave all this money to charity. It, I just see no reasoning. There's this. This just opens up all sorts of talk, all sorts of stuff to talk about. So first of all, it's like let's just start with this premise. I mean, Jeff, you're you, Jeff, and but you get it. And it, it, juvenile court is designed to deal with juveniles because they're juveniles. You're ja they're jackasses. The frontal cortex mm -hmm. of their brain hasn't developed yet. There's all sorts of reasons why we don't treat juvies like adults. So this is like a this is like mm -hmm. even beyond normal. Um, it's not just like the uh, cancel culture. This is like you're you're judging somebody now based on what they did as a juvenile, and uh, so that's just contrary to anything uh, that we know about the juvenile mind and how it works. And right. then you're going even a step farther. You're you're, you're assuming that once a jackass, always, always a, jackass. a jackass. Once a racist that finds stuff like this funny, always a racist. And then you're going a step further. Right? This is enough. I'm, I'm just going to keep rolling. I'm on a rant. So the next thing is. It, it, George Carlin used to have this bit, I think, that, that look, people are racist. Words aren't racist. People are racist. Yeah. Words aren't racist. So, look, this, this idiot, uh, if you're an idiot and you find racial things funny when you're young and, it, you know, you think, it's, you think it's giggly and whatever, and you don't really have the, the wherewithal to realize, all right, that's, those are really offensive things, and maybe even not even understand yet exactly what you're saying or what it means, uh, they're just words at that point. 
So can you say, and I think it might be evidence that you have racist tendencies, if you constantly use words like that and consistently get caught saying stupid stuff like that, or you actually believe it. But to me, a racist is somebody that looks at somebody and says, look, you're, I don't like you because you're a certain race and you're inferior and you're, you're bad and you're this, you're that, you're that, only because of, of what you look like or where you came from or what your genetics are. Now, I, that's racism in, in every way. And, and after being educated it. by what those words stand for. So a lot of these kids don't know the history of the words or what they're yeah, saying. They you know, they, they're saying this stuff, but they don't understand the history of it and how it would affect Right, like when I call race. you a jackass all the time, Bill, because... Oh, we, <laughs> yeah, we understand why. Right, right now we know. No, but the point is, like, how many people did you make fun of in high school? Right. And Everybody. I'm not saying it's good. I, I don't, I, in fact, friends. I regret some of it. But it, it's like, if you do that... Like, all right, you don't really realize the hurt you're putting on people and what the damage you might cause. But later on, you do. Now, should I be judged my entire life by that? Uh, it's it's just nonsense. It's utter nonsense. And it, only only wise. So we can look like we're woke. Is that the right word? I think woke. it is. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're woke. woke. You're woke. But and then and then you get to this other whole other thing to continue my rant. You get to this other concept that what if somebody used a what would now be considered a racist slur? say in 1975 was not a racist slur or we we covered this at one point at one point on lawyer talk um the, the blackface at halloween where you know when they did that it wasn't considered all that bad to do it um and maybe now we look back and say boy that was bad to do that and it's bad to do it now so we just don't do that anymore all right now am i going to be judged by something i did 20 years ago uh just because now we think it's bad so think of all the words that you would use to describe different races that your grandma or grandfather would have used and maybe they weren't racist at all, but that was just the common vernacular at the time. This is the functional equivalent of, of politically correct ex post facto mm. rules. Mm. So you're yeah. now being judged on stuff because the rules have changed. And at the time you did these things, there those rules weren't in place, but now you're going to get persecuted for it. Well, it kind of goes back to the same thing you just said, Steve. It's like we live in a society now where everybody takes pictures and, and videos it. So if you put an air horn on your car and scare people coming out of Walmart or say, ball and strike at a baseball game, you're probably going to videotape it and it's going to be all over the internet or all through the school where everybody's right. going to pass it around. I mean, it, times are changing. Times you know are I mean? changing, which is my next note here on my little yellow pad that Jared provided for me, which just says, don't, no tweeting. And I was going to write, no, fa I was going to just, get no pictures, no Facebook. I was going to continue for that same reason. It's like, these kids are doing dumb things as kids. We all did dumb things as kids, except now they're recording it for prosperity. Yeah. This is, this is like, you know, you don't need to record sex. With but your you might have, you might have recorded it too to show your buddy if you had the ability to. Well, do sure, that. I would have, right? Because yeah. that's what everybody does now, yeah. and they record it because you're not doing it because you're an evil person. You're doing it because you're figuring out who you are and you want to get a rise out of your buddies and 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 derive some sort of. Uh, you're, you're figuring out your self esteem at that age, and like uh, this is basic psychology. It's, it, we all run with our. We we figure out self esteem by those around us for a certain period of time. And then if, if we're maturing naturally or correctly, you start to walk your own path and you figure out what you like to do, what you don't like to do. You figure out your sense of right and wrong. And you start doing things like that instead of what the rest of the people are doing. But as a kid, still as a can't teenager, wait for that day. you know, this is peer pressure, right? Grow up a little bit. You do stuff with your teenagers, do stuff with their friends. They would never do alone because they're still in that mode. And if you never, if you don't excuse people uh, later after they've come out of that mode, after they've come out of that part of their life, then we're, we're just ruining. I mean, it's like you're giving kids no chance. It's like nobody has any chance in a society like that. Well, now social media has a different, it's, you, you were like, I didn't believe they were tweeting in 2012. And it was before 2012 was when, when Twitter came out. 
you know, they just had Zuckerberg in front and, and old yeah. Waters and ACO and everybody was grilling him on fact checking everything that's going down. I like that you call her ACO, by the way. Yeah. Instead yeah. of uh, AOC. <laughs> I like ACO a- is better. Oh, is it? It's ACO? Oh, AOC? Which is it? Cortez AOC. 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 What yeah. did I say? ACO. <laughs> ACO. Yeah. Everybody knew what I was ACO. talking about. She's sort of backwards. I'm anyway. dyslexic. Uh, but, you know, they just had him on there and. Did you guys see any of that, or what do you feel hmm. about that? I, I, I watched it. it. Um, I heard little news blips, but l- lunacy, utter lunacy. It, it's it's it, it, here's my take on this. What you have is a group of representatives of our government that want to have more control over what people are posting on social media, and they're sort of criticizing Zuckerberg by not fact checking things that are going out, and he's just like, well, uh, you know, it's just no. You know, we don't we, we have fact checkers on certain things, but they were talking particularly about political ads, I think, and whether they should they, whether Facebook should permit people to post political ads without first fact checking it. And then so what's that lead to next? That well, leads, wait a minute. Like it has to be like a like an ad. Like what if I just post a political thought? Well, that's next. Right. And he's like, look, we have they have like a. I guess the police to say this is really offensive. We're not going to do that, and that's that's become the a heart of some debate too. That's a different story. But what they're talking about is like let's just stick with the political ads for a second. So if you have Facebook being chastised by government for not fact checking a politician's advertising, then what is next? So if Facebook says, "All right, you're right, we'll start doing that," that is again the equivalent of the government mandating it. So now you've got the government mandating content of what people are, are posting. Can you imagine if you fact-checked every ad? Like, <clears throat> we're the best TV store around. You know, this is like, this has been going on right. for years. In the law, we, we call that uh, like puffing, an invitation to treat. That doesn't mean it's true. You're not held to that as true. But you're saying it. Like, I'm, I'm the best politician for the job. Now, how's that get fact-checked? Well, isn't there rules for that in, in, in politics, which is that's why you see at the end of you at the end of the ad that they say something like, this is paid for by... You know, yeah, the people supporting Donald Donald Trump. It doesn't, you know, it reflects or, only the thoughts of the Trump campaign. Yeah, or whatever, paid you know for I mean? by the Trump campaign, yeah. which which is again, you know that that was a those are things that would have required and did require some assessment and analysis of the First Amendment, right? Because it's like, look, you start doing this kind of stuff where you require people to change their speech or the content of their speech, or even to add disclaimers. Now, it might be permitted, but at least requires a, a First Amendment analysis. So imagine a government law that says Facebook has to has to fact check. And then based on what standard is it going to be fact checked? Because the very next thing is the government will just take it over and start fact checking everything. And then you've got basically Pravda. And who's going to fact check them? And who's going to fact check them? This is Animal Farm, right? You know, this yeah. is the... This is uh, this is the problem. So I've just taken this to another political <laughs> political level, political place. Well, they want to break down Facebook. They How did Facebook They want them do? separated into multiple companies. They want to control it. Yes, because he's about to have one of the largest banks in the world. If yeah. he goes through with his crypto money. All the access to how many billions or millions of people are on Facebook worldwide. We're going to start ban- basically Bitcoin for Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. just do all your transactions and money oh, he's through got Facebook. crypto money now coming well, out? He I wants, didn't see that. That's what he wants to come out with. Oh. And which they're saying this will turn him into like the largest bank in the world. I, I think that's great. Have at it, man. You know, why, do, why, are we, why, is it, why are we stuck with government money? I mean, well, it's the, not going to matter when they release Worldwide Trump. <laughs> The only truth-based well, website. Zuckerberg is going to put Trump's picture on the dollar bill, maybe. Yeah. 
I don't know. Or maybe, you know what? The beard. We can put a beard on there. Yeah. Yeah. They taste them at hot sauce. They might do it. They might go all in. This is a beard sauce bill. Yeah. Right there. I have no idea about this Bitcoin crap. I'm stupid. I know I'm a stupid. Well, the good news is the good news is the good news is we did a podcast. It's not Bitcoin. Yeah, it's actually a totally new electronic currency, right? It's electronic. It's not like it's not mining anymore. It's they got all this other crap. No, you'd still probably be able to mine it. I assume. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's it's like any currency. It it works like money. So it is a. It is a. It is a, it's as good as money. <laughs> it works like money. Yeah. It's just a representation of something. Well, so. you got to think of it this way. This is the way I always think of it. Like back in the day, you had to have money. So you had to have money to buy something, right? You think of the first people that started dealing with like credit cards and debit cards. Yeah. They'd be like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like I can put this more. card through machine or checks. It's, it's go with checks. Because, yeah. Well, go, go back to bills because bills were that legal tender. I mean, you would yeah. have a dollar bill, like a bill that represented basically bearer paper. That was a, that was a representation of yeah. law school term. That was a representation of gold. So this is, this means this. And so you could go take that to whoever issued it and in theory, collect the value of it. Right. Well, eventually, and I think it was old Andrew Jackson, right? He, he sort of uh, federalized, the banking goes federal, federal reserve. and everything gets created, and the government sort of it just took over. We don't even have a gold standard anymore, which is I think is insanity. But, that was Nixon, right? Got rid yeah, of the gold standard? We got rid of the gold standard, and now now it's just money is what the government says it's worth, which is a scary thing to me. But, you know, people are, I'm like a conspiracy theorist. But, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. but I, look, why? What, where in our Constitution does it say that we can't do, that he can't do this? No, I don't think, I mean, how is that to me any different than, I mean, it's what the public will pay for. You know what I mean? Like it's what they value as it, you know, if Facebook blows up with this currency and people are trading goods for, and this is good enough as money. I mean, yeah, if everybody agrees that this is a scarce thing that has value depending upon how much there is out there, then, then it just has its own market. It's no different than the commodities trading. It's like frozen orange or uh, it's like oranges making frozen orange juice and trading places. Uh, speaking of Bitcoin, though, I did have a guy, he's been emailing me pretty frequently through my junk mail. He wants to give his Bitcoin here. Yeah, he says he has all kinds of scandalous pictures of me, <laughs> and I need to send him X number of Bitcoin dollars, and then he'd follow up with another email. You think I'm joking? I really got these. Are really you serious? These, oh, yeah. You've not seen this You've been scam. getting my email. You haven't seen the scam. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure he was just throwing them in the trash and not seeing them at all. So now you know it's true. I knew he was lying, yeah, though, when no. he said, Make he said, I see that. I see that fancy car you drive around all the time. <laughs> I just put laugh out loud. I drive a Toyota Corolla. Not even a new one. <laughs> and my Corolla. My Corolla. Uh, so anyway, yeah, this guy, back to the kid. I mean, he does a great thing. Gets raises a ton of money, gives it to charity, and uh, it it just reduces this. Uh, what do you call it? The the, the cancellation can- culture, cancel culture, the cancel yeah, yeah, culture yeah. to the nonsense that it is. I tell you what, the, the I find I found the tweets of the other guy. His are almost worse because they're talking about like little kids. This one says at Mackie Salyer, can I g- be a guest speaker at your theater camp teaching the kids how to abuse substances and turn tricks? And then apparently, they, again, they got to do all the research. They do research on this, who this person is. And apparently she does education for 8 to 13-year-olds. The other one said, I want to grow up and read sex scenes to high schoolers. Like at R. Gay. So obviously at R. Gay is not a real person. It's a comment about homophobia and things like that. But And obviously anyway. this newspaper does not 
fact check their future I don't know employees. what How are you going right? to do that? How are you going to go back and, and everybody you hire, it's like this. And now the, 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 to an employer, it's like, well, I guess I have to hire somebody to go check their background, go look through their Facebook, right. go right. look through their Twitters or yeah. anything on them. Well, they do that sometimes. They do. I you mean, know? I guess if you're a large enough company. Yeah. I mean, well, like I remember, I'm not doing that. I remember my uh, my wife used to watch this show. It was on like E or something like that. But they did. Um, it was almost like a marketing like designer show, and they were interviewing for like a like a new staffer or like a secretary that was right out of still in college studying design. And the one thing they did was because they're constantly on their on their computers after the interview. This was all. On, I don't know if this is reality or not. I said it was reality, but they got on there and looked her up on Facebook, and she was had already tweeted out that the cameras from the show were in there. This is so cool. I got to interview there. I got to meet. She was making all these comments about the interview to the public before the show had even aired. And she was like, she's done. She's not, we're not, we're not messing with her. If she's just going to put out all our business there on the first interview and it lost her the interview because of social media. Yeah. Hmm. So well, there's lots of lessons to be learned there. I mean, I don't know what this kid said though. I mean, they said it was about gorillas and things. I, they don't, I couldn't find exactly what was said. They just kind of, I guess, Gave us the Reader's Digest version of the, what the comments were kind of racist. Yeah, I mean, not kind of. I guess really racist. Really racist, right? Yeah. Horrible stuff. So, I mean, none of this is to say it's really it's cool to be tweeting that kind of stuff. I mean, I think this is like the the first do no harm thing. Like, like don't tweet dumb stuff. I don't care how yeah. old you are, but if you but do, I, I certainly wouldn't want to be responsible for the things I said in the hallways of high school when I was 15, 16 years old. I mean, I'm sure. No, was, that's why we treat yeah. juveniles differently. That's right. why juvies right. don't get the same. Uh, wrath of the of uh, the justice system that adults do because your brains aren't developed. You do dumb things because you're a kid. That's what mm -hmm. happens. Imagine all the dumb things your kids say. You know, and, and do. Yeah. I remember or how many kids you see that. Uh, here's a great one. You're walking down the street and there's somebody who has a disability, right? Or maybe they don't. They're missing a leg, or they're they're weird, or, or they, who knows what it is. And, and kids are so honest about it. They just call it out, right? Yeah. Mommy, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah, and the mom's like, oh, 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 yeah, because you know, yeah. mom yeah. sees that as as like this 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 embarrassing thing, and the kid's like, well, wait a minute, it just is. I mean, I, I the kid just calls it like. Yeah. Imagine if imagine if the kid got judged for that because that's really what this is. I mean, the kid doesn't know any better. The the sixteen year old, while he may know better, uh, doesn't have the mental capacity to restrain himself from doing stupid stuff to impress his buddies. And and that's that. Now, if he's got, if he's but it's, a, but it's from a pure place. They're they're pointing out something that's different, not saying. It's different because it's bad or wrong or sure you're right you know it's I mean? not the same yeah. as as as, yeah. as being uh, as offending people but mm -hmm. if it did offend that person then you know you're going to blame the kid and then you know I, I guess the other part of this is if you are or say this boy or this guy who uh, raised the money is really a racist he just hates for right if you come from a certain race he hates you because he's a white supremacist he's the 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 worst of the worst um why does it matter in this context about him donating the money? Yeah. Why does it make any difference? Yeah. If it came, if, if a white supremacist was donating a million dollars to, to charity? Children's Hospital, is, are they it, not going to take it? They're not doing that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. well, this, this is never going to happen. Which is my All next, right, that's just, oh. which is my next point, right? <laughs> because, <laughs> because how much, how many bad people are really doing stuff like that? Yeah. No, they're not. Right. Yeah. They're not. They're uh, buying ammunition. That's, that's where their funds are going to go yeah. for all 16 of them. They're hanging yeah. out in yeah. the woods around a campfire. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I feel bad for this guy, it, but it does, it sort of represents the nonsense and stupidity of what's going on out there. I think anyway. Yeah.
I'm personally glad that it stung the stung the reporter back. You know, hopefully that yeah. makes other reporters or other people think too, like ah. Well, it at least punctuates the point that you know, everybody lives in a glass house. Yeah. At some point, yeah. And there's gonna this is gonna like we're lucky, Jared and Bill, Jeff. I don't know about you. I'm not that. You're younger, but we're lucky in that I I don't have dumb tweets out there. I don't think I've ever tweeted oh, anything in my life. Yeah, I don't never, have it. Yeah, I don't have it. It's like my but, Facebook posts are like at a ball game with my kids. You know, there, there's nothing there, and I, I and now I rarely post anything. So there's probably some so you stupid, only make posts about kids out there from college saying. somewhere. Oh, oh, <laughs> better keep your eye on them. Yeah. Uh oh. Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm. Well, look, uh, I think that's a a good stopping point. But, but we're back, right? We are back. Yeah. Regular and, regular shows once a week. Yeah, Jared, we're, can we're you gonna, swing it? We're gonna get. This I can back. swing it. The, the question is on me. Dude, the, question, got, the question is on the beard. I got marching orders from the boss man. He said Friday at noon, no exceptions. Yeah, we record Fridays at noon. You, you, um, your child's in the hospital? See you at noon. Look, if your child's in the hospital- Your hand gets chopped off? Just be ready. See you at noon. Just be ready for a visit with a roving microphone setup yeah. because we're recording in the hospital. Yep. Uh, no, so a couple car, things- car broke down? Use those legs. If the car broke down, again. See you in a few- uh, all right, check out channel511.com. Scroll to the bottom where you will see the YouTube icon. Click it, go there, subscribe. You'll see Jared making the beard sauce. You'll see Comedians on South High. You'll see yours truly interviewing all sorts of awesome people from uh, legal people to real people to, like, legal people aren't real. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, There's some good releases. Right. There's a couple... Good ones that are still aren't out there yet, but give it another yeah. week or so. Yeah, right now you can check out Matt Brown, UFC fighter. UFC fighter, yep. You can check out Derek DeBross on gun control, guns. gun legal issues, like them or hate them, love us or love us or hate us or whatever that would be, or love guns, hate guns. Uh, go uh, check that out. You'll learn lots of stuff. Um, did one with uh, another attorney up in uh, Michigan, Mark mm. Satala. Uh, great, great interview that's coming out. And then we got some some even better that are uh, that I think are going to be uh, maybe cutting edge or at Deeper. least tackling some some yeah. difficult stuff. But uh, the idea there is to formalize a little bit, get some Q&A, get some interesting folks in. So We um, have Burton from Burton Cutlery on there. He was yeah. uh, There's a show on the History Channel there, uh, Forged in Fire. Forged in Fire. And he's yeah. got his uh, forge out there in Sunbury, Ohio. We had him come in, talk on the video about being on the show, about what he does. What a, fa- what a, what a f- fascinating guy. I mean, here's Burton. Burton Harif. He's got a quality beard, too. Um, has has a makes knives. And, and by makes knives, I don't mean just like, you know, when I was a kid, I would take, I would whittle like a knife out of something. But no, like he makes like a shank. real, like he makes real quality artwork knives. Is I mean, it is swords and stuff, too? He makes swords. Yes. He makes uh, hunting knives. He makes just cutlery in general. Like, and it's, it's, it's art that, that functions. Uh, but he does more than that. I mean, check this out right I here. Right? Sitting at the table, Old Village Coffee. So he roasts coffee. That's him. That's Burton. Yeah. Burton That's his store. That. That's that. Uh, he, he he he's got a metal shop and he loves coffee. And so, so he, he decided. So he built a roaster and then he started importing uh, the the coffee beans from different areas. I of didn't the world. know the coffee beans. Have you ever had a coffee bean before it was roasted? No. No. It's green. Yeah, they're green. And hard. Green beans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been roasting them. And uh, he's got the old village coffee in uh, Sunbury, Ohio. Smells, smells good, great. Too, yeah, yeah and, uh, it smells great. But yeah. that's not all. That's not all. He's a graphic artist. 
and I'm not just saying designer, he is a graphic artist. He comes up with artwork and graphics and design work and has the capacity, like, uh, if you want a logo, he'll do it for you. He did ours, right? He's done our logos. Yeah. Um, he did the old village coffee logo here. He, uh, so is that his thing? Old village coffee. That's the name. That's what he named it. That's, that's what he named it. Yeah. And, uh, that building right there is the old schoolhouse in the square of Sunbury, Ohio, which he made his roaster also look like that building. Now, when I was a kid, by the way, I would have called that place. I'm trying to interrupt, but I would call that place break from the blades. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a kid, we, we used to go to that place. That was called the Sunbury Library. They, we would take field trips there periodically. You'd go up the old steps, and you go to the top floor. There was a library there, and you could check out books from the Sunbury Library. They would never do that now because there's stairs that were old, and they good. probably uh, wouldn't pass legal muster. But uh, I don't know what goes on in that building anymore. But, yeah, Beard, you need to check out the interview. I uh, I was I was here for when it was shot. I haven't seen the finished product. Yeah, I saw their When he goes through, they, uh, you know, he talks. I mean, he went to Otterbein. is where he went to college. Uh, classic art design is whatever he went for. Then uh, he realized that he, I think it was in, during class, he's, he's like, well, I better learn this computer thing here. Yeah. Because it's kind of going to Learn gonna the be Adobe a, platform. Yeah. We rely on that here at Channel 511. Yeah. Uh, but it, he also was an athlete, played football in college, uh, had some injuries, so had to had to cut it short like I did. But a really fascinating guy. Not in, in, you know, in the context of watching the History Channel Forged in Fire, anybody who's watched that, uh, you see sort of the format. It's like a, It's like reality TV. Um, but you wouldn't get necessarily all the background that we got out of him here in the studio that uh, that really sort of blew me away. I mean, he's an artist, and, um, and knowing how complex anybody who's worked with the Adobe suite of like j- like open Photoshop and see if you can even upload a picture, right? Oh, right like right. even it's try not, that. Yeah, well, I, I asked him. He was sitting there doing a bunch of work. I was like, I was like, how do you do it like that? How do you do it so easy? And he looks at me, and goes, I went to school for it. That's how. That's how, right? right? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're not talking about iMovie on your cell phone, right? I mean, it's yeah. like he he does he does real stuff, and and not to not to say others can't either, but it, it just like you wouldn't get that necessarily just by watching the History Channel. Uh, he gave us an, all sorts of different dimensions, and we're not done with him, by the way. We're going to go up. Um, I am I am commissioning him to do some uh, to build some knives. Uh, I have my sons go up, and we're going to oh, take a look I'd at it. I'd love so. to get a chef knife from him, man. So lots of cool stuff coming on YouTube. Lots of cool stuff coming here at the show at 511. Uh, and we are back at the show on 511. So until then, uh, check out YouTube and tune in next week.